On today's episode of Coffee with a Splash of Chaos, Kimmy and I are finally back together after being apart trying to navigate this quarantine thing. We've come together to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, we're going there. COVID-19. The quarantine, the social distancing, the e-learning, and everything in between. But rather than focus on the facts, and the scary and the sad, we're gonna break it down into two parts. So we're having a two-part series. On today's series, we're making a top 10 list of the negatives, the challenging things that have come out of us being in quarantine. Then on our next series, we'll bring it up a notch and focus on the positivity. Because believe it or not, even during crisis and dark times, you can still find ways to be positive. So we hope that you are strong. We hope that you are safe. We hope that you are healthy. But above all else, we hope that you are staying home. If you are, sit back, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and join us. This is Coffee with a Splash of COVID. side note before we start. This is a little clippet of what happens when you try to figure out Zoom, Anchor, and your husband is working from home, sharing the same space. <laughs> oh, quarantine. We love you. I don't hear you. Do you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. You can't, right? Because I just disconnected from Zoom. I'm just wondering if maybe my. Do you have I can, a laptop you can put Zoom on? Because I have like my Zoom separate from my. I don't. Well, I'm, everybody on my conference call can hear you too. Well, I'm doing a podcast, so sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Where's her face? Are you going to join our podcast today? Sure. Ah. Yeah, well, all right. So I don't know. Let me try to join you again on Zoom. What's our what's the password? Do you have a password handy? Um, bitch.com. <laughs> Hello everybody, and we are back with episode five. I'm Chrissy. I'm Kim. And we have been away for a couple of weeks trying to navigate this new normal that everybody else is navigating, this crazy thing called Corona. <laughs> oh, yes. Good old Corona. I wish it were the beer we were talking about, but <laughs> it's not. No, it definitely is not the beer. So because we are very good citizens and protecting our fellow Americans. Kimmy and I are uh, anchoring remotely. So I am in my house. And And I am at mine. We are staying home and staying healthy. Yes. Knock on wood. (laughs) Dun, dun. Hence, 
you might hear dogs barking, you might hear a lawnmower because I refuse to isolate myself into a closet. I want to see sunshine. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm not closing my patio door because there's right. sunshine and I need fresh air <laughs> for right. sure. So things things will be a little less manicured today. Professional, but that's okay. <laughs> it is. So we debated for quite some time, which is part of the reason we're delayed in bringing you episode five on whether or not we should talk about the elephant in the room and would it bring people down? Should we come up with something different? And in the end, we decided it is what it is. Corona is in everyone's life and we might as well just talk about it. Yep. Let's do it. But we're not going to harp on the sad stuff, right? Right, right. We're not going to harp on, you know, the facts. You can get those. Hopefully you're getting them from reliable sources and not a certain (laughs) leader of the free world. Well, I'm very pessimistic. Um, Yeah. Kimmy and I decided to do like a, a top 10 of like, our positive takeaways, the the pros of uh, being in quarantine, and then obviously talk about what has been really hard as moms, wives, women, just anybody being isolated for now. What are we, like, what are we on? The third week? Officially for us, right? In Illinois? I think officially the third week, but I, gosh, I I feel like I've been quarantine forever but it probably is I think it is because I remember the kids had two yes. weeks of e-learning and now we're on spring yeah. break same right. You're right. yeah so okay. that's exactly it yep we yeah so this is yeah god is that it which was going up like three which is um, frightening because <laughs> for those of you that are not Illinoisans um our governor um followed suit with others and the CDC recommendation. And so we are in lockdown slash shelter yeah. in place in Illinois until April, the end of April, April yeah. 30th. And that's assuming everybody does the shit that they're supposed to do, right. which is exactly. stop going out stop gathering stop. in groups, <laughs> social, the hell distance away, mother efforts. <laughs> Amen, sister. So we can get out of this. And, you know, I don't want to be all doom and gloom, but I foresee that it's going to be longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's other states where schools have already been um, deemed done for the year. I think us here in Illinois, I think we all are kind of just waiting for that to be the case. They haven't said anything yet, but um, I would be shocked if our kiddos head back to school at all this year. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Can I just say, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take stock in wine or my, my local liquor store because honest to God, oh, yeah. I mean, 
I know this is not our focus of our topic, but let's just quickly talk about what that's going to be like for our kids not to go. I mean, not all the ramifications, but just as our sanity as moms, like. Well, so I think mine's mine's probably a little different than a lot of moms who might have more and younger kids at home, because quite honestly, actual e-learning and me having to like homeschool her, that's not happening. Mine's a junior. She is um, very intelligent. Her like I couldn't even. <laughs> the reality is, I couldn't even help her if I wanted to help her because the classes she's taking, yeah, can't do that. Um, so sister, I couldn't even do seventh grade or excuse me, sixth grade science, sedimentary rocks and landforms. <laughs> I had to like, I can't tell you how many times I had to Google when monkey one or two would be like, I don't get this, and I'm like, um, yeah. let's thank God for Alexa. My new best friend during homeschooling. But anyway, go on. But yeah, so, and mine is very self-motivated. So I don't have to be, I am, I am allowing her to do it in her time frame. She tends to, she's a night owl. Um, it's the time when she feels the least anxious and the most centered and at peace. So um, she stays up late and gets up late, but, and that will shift. I mean, she is on a spring break at the moment. So that's, gone to a bit of an extreme right now but you know she she gets her work done so there's very little in terms of actually for me homeschooling I have to do um and we are lucky that like we do get along really well so that part of it but you know obviously there's all like you kind of said there's so many ramifications um and as a junior there's a whole lot of stress she's feeling because of AP exams, which are being changed and altered and will now be happening at home. There is ACTs and SATs, which she doesn't even know if she's going to be able to take. There's college visits that have been canceled. All right, we're not gloom and dooming. No, this is just fact. These aren't gloom and dooming. This is just like, that's like the reality of if she doesn't go back to school, then there's going to be fall is going to be a whole different, as a senior, fall will be a whole different ball of wax than we were expecting so that's well and honestly I feel like as a country the education like the department of education is going to have to figure things out with the states because for sure because of that like you can't you know you can't have all these tests going on when then the next like my daughter right. is now a sophomore. She'll be like, it's just whack. But anyway, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. So yeah. Good times. Oh. I was going to say it's not a podcast unless I burp and I just belched. I apologize. <laughs> you cracked me up. <laughs> but it's not alcohol. It's Pellegrino water. So. <laughs> Sure it is. I tend to not start my day drinking till at least three. I can't verify that, people, because I'm not with her. So she could be lying. That's true. I could be, but I, I am not. You'll just have to take the word for it. Okay. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the top 10 bad takeaways or bad experiences from being quarantined. <laughs> Mine are in no particular order. Yeah, I just wrote out 10. There's really no order either, so. Okay, go. All right, number one, I miss my friends. Like, 
I, I've called myself an introverted extrovert. I think I've said this before, an extroverted introvert. Either way, I, I do like my alone time, but holy crap, not like this. So yeah, I miss like, and I've done like, we've done the zooming and you know, I've, I've seen faces and actually just the last two mornings, I met up with two, one friend on Wednesday, what day is today? God, Thursday. So one on Tuesday morning and then three of my friends yesterday in a parking lot, six plus feet away in the trunk of our car to actually see some face to face. Um, Cause yeah, it's that interaction, man. That's, that sucks. I miss my friends. Yep. Go. <laughs> um, number one, my kids can't play with their friends. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I could care less for me. I mean, no, I, I miss my friends too. Right. But like, it's hard to see their struggle in missing. Thank God I have Twinkies, uh, obviously the same age. So they have each other as playmates, but it's not the same. Yeah. And, um, you know, the first week I will share and, and be honest, we were kind of those people that were like, well, we know our good friends. Um, as long as you wash your hands, right. you know, they right. were playing outside with the same equipment and it got to be like the end of that first week where we're like, shit, what are we doing? Right. Like, where are those crazy people we're complaining about? So anyway, yeah. um, that's been hard to, to see them miss their friends. Yeah. So get it. Number two, uh, I miss Lyra. And for those who don't know, Lyra is a part of an aerial fitness, uh, workout fitness thing. I do. It's a hoop that you play around on really. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Go look up. If you're not sure what a Lyra is, go look up Lyra, but I take class yeah. once a week. Um, it's been my love for the last year of doing it and I miss it. And it's going to be hard coming back because my calluses are all going away and your body gets like, has to go through skin loss and pain when you, right. when you start with it. So yeah, I'm really, and I'm missing the camaraderie of my classmates in it too. So yeah, Lyra. So well, funny. it's so crazy because my number two is how much I miss the gym. <laughs> okay, yeah. See? <laughs> Look at us go. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You are the only one laughing and others that know me will be laughing at that point. <laughs> People, I haven't seen a gym in probably 15 years. So that's not my number two. Two. <laughs> Um, my number two is just stir craziness. Yeah. Like I love my home and I'm actually, as I've become a stay at home mom inadvertently have like enjoyed kind of just being a homebody for yeah. it to some extent, but this right. is like yeah. obviously beyond the That's norm. Extreme. Yeah. Yeah. And just not being able to go like to Starbucks and sit and get coffee by myself even right. is, and the kids. So yeah. Number three. I will, I'm switching my order just to feed off what you said. So I had had, this is number five for no particular reason. Um, like you kind of just hit on, I miss my freedom to just come and go and do it as I please, whether it's go get a coffee and be able to go into a store to go, you know, see people or run to the store and not be worried about what I'm touching or having to sanitize my hand, you know? So just that, yeah, yeah. just the freedom to not be, you know, to be forced to stay home, not because I choose to, but because I can't. Right. right. Okay. Um, number three. Three. Basically, it's the same as what we were talking about with the fr the kids and their friends, but just restless, antsy, bored kids. Yeah. Maybe all of the above. Sometimes it's just one of the above. And thankfully, I will say, 
this is one of those times where I could, I'm so over the moon grateful for technology yeah, <laughs> and social media and Fortnite and video games. Yes. Um, and that does help, but you can tell it wears on them. And so I get like, you know, what yeah. are we going to do today? And God help me. I'm like, nope, I'm not your social coordinator. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Hear you on that. Well, yeah. So that would be then, are we on number four? Four. Right. I'm losing track. Yeah. That was kind of my combined three and four. Cause I did have, what are we doing today is one okay. of my. <laughs> so my four would be basically the same thing then for um, my daughter. And I think I mentioned this to you once before there, are, there have been very few times in my life. Once she, once we came to accept that she would be our only and we couldn't have more kitty poos and she wasn't going to have a sibling and blah, 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 blah. There have been very few times in life where I wished for her sake that she did have one. And while she hasn't actually even said it, this is a time when I wish she had a sibling because she is stuck at home with me. And thankfully we get along great, but you know, she doesn't have, she doesn't have someone just to hang with, you know, her age. Yeah. And she, yeah. she hasn't seen someone her age in <laughs> three weeks basically and yeah. she's again like you said technology thank god for technology and social media because she's got a lot of friends they're all on that they've been facetiming and the zooming but you know as we all know that's not the same thing as just hanging out you know and then the stuff i talked about you know her anxiety with the school stuff and what's you know what her future is going to look like in the next couple months blah 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 so yeah that i feel for my girl for sure yeah absolutely five five all right because yours was um let's see i'm gonna go all right well i will say for me five has been like seeing people's true colors me basically meaning like i've got some people in my life a business i was well i guess nobody knows where i'm at so my my whole studio for what is the one um i will probably not be returning when this is done and over with, after I finished the session we paid for, um, because I have seen with them and other people like their true colors in terms of how they value humanity and other people's well-being over, you know, their own. And who's said, well, I, you know, it's all about me, and I need to do, you know. Are I'm, they like, open still? Is that what no, you're saying? No, but they were oh. open only until they were forced to close when every other every other pole studio every other gym had been shut down when it became that because right before we shut for those who don't know right before illinois sheltered in place like many it was the social no more than 10 people and six feet apart well when you're at a pole studio which has pole and lira and silks you can't you can't have a class without your teacher spotting you there's many tricks like your teacher has to be literally there to catch your ass if you fall kind of thing. And um, my studio was not doing that at all. Like, I mean, they, they were trying to limit the number of people in a actual class at one time, but there was by far more than 10 people in a building. There was no way to clean. Like it was one thing to clean a pole in between classes. But when you're talking about a Lyra, which is a taped material and silks, which is a material, you cannot properly disinfect those things in between classes and you can't properly hold a class if your instructor has to stay six feet away from you. So 
I was just gonna say, like, you're literally sliming and sweating yeah. Yeah. all over yeah. the equipment. Yes, it's so wow. very eye-opening. I have a group of friends of mine that we were legit like messaging back and forth like the whole week up until they were forced to close. Um, so yeah, so it's, you know, people like that where I'm like, wow, you guys really don't, like you just, people, you see who cares about the overall well-being of people and the understanding of what's best for everyone versus those that are like, eh, yeah. I'm not, because the, the attitude was kind of, and especially a lot of the women, which are, you know, I don't want to back the bus up over anyone, but like the 20 and 30, away, baby. like 20 and 30 year olds that go to the studio that were like, it's fine. I'm not going to get it. No, well, you know, my husband's trying to keep me not going, but I'm going to go. I'm fine. I'm not going to get sick when they don't even realize that the whole point is it's not about you. Like none of this whole, you know, bitch and moan about the whole time. Social distancing isn't about you, especially those of us in the younger age ranges that are not the ones highest at risk. It's about stopping the transmission because nobody, you know, we could all have it and not know it if you're, you know, in that group of age that doesn't necessarily have the symptoms or whatever. So it's, yeah, it just, that's, that's like I said, that's been a huge disappointment for me is seeing what people like, who's willing to do what and who doesn't give a crap. Yeah, that's shocking, but not really actually just, I mean, we see it in our own federal government, not doing exactly, exactly. Um, mine is a little on the lesser serious side. Okay. That's all right. But mine is weight gain from boredom eating. Yep. Drinking. I mean, it's not a big deal. And I don't, I, I try very, like, we don't even have a scale in our house that works right now. And, you know, that's not the most pressing thing in life. Yeah, but it's a but, real thing. But for shizzle, I can tell you that when this is over, it's going to be like, you know, the college 10. It's, yep. I think they're calling it like the quarantine 15 or whatever. I've heard, the, I've heard it just being called the COVID-19, like instead of the, the COVID-19. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like that's exactly what it is. Like people, and I've heard that from a lot of people and I've seen that all over Facebook and Instagram too. Like everyone's like, okay, like, can we get a lock on my refrigerator please? Cause yeah. Right. When you're bored and str- like not only stressed board yeah well and like let's be truthful like I mean now thankfully that the weather's nice I'm getting out and I did decide today um and yesterday actually to commit to yoga every day so I'm like trying to get outside but lots of binge watching is happening here in this house and then yeah when you're watching a movie it's like oh well now I need a drink or I need eat something or you know so yeah and I have a lot of people and friends that like work out a lot but they go to a gym and so they yeah. now can't like whereas I've been lucky we have a gym you know gym equipment at home so my workouts besides Lyra and I have a pole at home so my workout actual workout routines I can still pretty much do but yeah I know a lot of people that can't you know that can't do what they want and then they were struggling to try to get some equipment for their house but because everybody was doing that you know <laughs> there's nothing left and nothing available. So yeah, that's, yeah, the waste thing is a real thing for people for sure. Well, and that goes again, like, let's talk about some of the psycho gyms that were still open during that first yeah. and well, second week. And I was like, are you kidding me? Our park district where I live, it took the, like maybe a few days before the governor said, nah, and yeah. our, like some of our park district facilities were still open. And I'm yeah. like, what earth are you doing i mean again that goes back to my pool studio like really you're saying like 
and the people going to it, like it was one thing that they were staying open, but then the people who were still like, oh, great, yeah. go. And I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Six. All right. Mine are getting more deep. Four, or seven, seven, or whatever. No. Okay. Um, not really. But just, I guess, for me, the feeling very isolated. And, and I think that is like even today being that it's nice out today and sunny here and being outside with fresh air that has completely changed my mood but you know it's hard like just be stuck at home and yeah that we've had the zoom chats and this and that but it's still it's just yeah it's very isolating feeling which I know everybody is feeling that like you know right that part's legit yeah it just sucks I miss people (laughs) yeah well physical kind of piggybacks that so in this house, there's a lot of mental health yes, issues. Yes. Same and, and with mine. Yeah. Quarantine or not, it's severe stuff and it's anxiety and it's, you know, a gamut of stuff. Yeah. And even I myself yeah. struggle with anxiety. And I find like I'm not overwhelmed, scared, yeah. or like, anxious about COVID-19 because I feel like we're doing the right precautions. We're keeping our kiddos safe. But I have to say that like I have been having to (laughs) take a specific like medication before I go to bed because I've been having trouble sleeping, which could be every a lot of things, but I attribute it to this. And I find that every morning it's back to waking up and having that like heavy chest anxiety and I can't articulate or pinpoint specifically, but I just know that I'm feeling it. And so, and that's just me. And so then I worry about mental health of my kiddos. kiddos, Yeah. To, well, one, my daughter specifically deals with so much and isolation is not good um however on the flip side it is helping because she's able to do a lot of therapy at home that she wouldn't otherwise have been able to do so there are pros and cons but it's just I I constantly worry about the anxiety levels of my kiddos and like bringing down theirs and like you know one of my boys has been like going he goes through like peaks and valleys of worrying about COVID and I'm like dude it's going to be okay. But like, it's hard for them to have this unstructured, this unknown. Right. And no kid, I mean, kids won't articulate that they need structure, but they do, well, you know, for sure. For and I know sure. yours deals the same way. Yeah. So like the mental health, yeah, monitoring that, worrying about if they're feeling okay has been, yeah exhausting yeah this last these last three weeks completely agree with that seven yeah that would jump into my number seven then which basically is like this constant worry and again the worry isn't like i'm not so much worried at all really about us getting it any of us my husband myself my daughter because i feel like if we were to get it i I feel like we're all, we're healthy, we're strong, you know, and I know that could be, but like, we're not in the risk. We don't fit really the risk categories. And it was funny though. I didn't realize that my daughter had asked me, she's like, well, you had cancer. So does that 
put you at a greater risk or was it only a risk, you know, when you were going through treatment? And I said, no, I said, I'm okay because I'm done. I said, had I been going through treatment right now? Yes, that would have put my, I said, but my, you know, my immune system is good. I'm strong. Like to that, you know, we don't have to worry about that part of it, but, but it's just the worry. Like you said, like, I'm worried about her. I'm worried about her anxiety. I'm worried about, okay, did I, did I wipe everything down? I needed to, okay. I got to go to the grocery store. Like worried, like, okay, should I be, should I be masked and gloved every time I go out? Should, which right. I don't, I don't do. I, I, I sanitize and all that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. So it's just the little worry. And like you said, yeah. like I wake up and I just have this feeling initially when I get up in the morning, like, Oh, here we go again. <laughs> so yeah. it's just that constant little bit of worry. And, and again, I can't always even articulate what that worry is. It's just that it's a very, it's an unsettling feeling that I just oh, yeah. need to have. And because we really don't know how long we're yeah. going to be dealing with this. Yeah. And so it's such a new, surreal, new normal yes. that still doesn't feel normal at all. Like I still will be like, how are we actually, how is this happening in right. the world right now? Like right. we're going to be in history books and there's going to be movies made and documentaries right. down the road. Like, and right. we're living it. It's so creepy and weird to yeah. me, but I agree. But yeah, I agree with you about the like constant, like, you know, because one of mine has Crohn's and he's been on for the last year a, a, a medication that actually is immune suppressing. Yeah. And so in the beginning, I don't worry so much now because we've completely been isolated for three weeks. But it was like, well, shit, you know, yeah. you know he's, you know, vulnerable. And, yep, yep. you know, both you and I, we have hubbies that now mine's working from home now, yeah. but um, still he working. wasn't yeah. in so it's like, well, what if, what if somebody comes into contact with him? Yeah. Who, you know, it's just all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And it's that's my daughter. Like that's been, although she's thankfully, I think as the weeks have gone on, she's a little less worried about that, but that has been one of her biggest things is because um, hubby is still working. He's in a science uh, field. So he is researching and actually he's got an essential job. Yes. He has an essential job. So but that's a fear, like, you know, if he comes in contact and bringing it home and, you know, so we've, you know, gone to doing things like obviously when he gets home, he's changing his clothes right away and washing hands and sanitizing, you know, we wipe down everything when he comes in, you know, but it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, we don't really have control if nobody else is doing the same thing. He's, you know, we could definitely be in contact with it. And so it's a little, yeah, that's a little uneasy said the word you, you said hands word you were like he's washing high hums 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 i don't know it came out really strange <laughs> anyway anyway um oh here's a very benign one but it's still one that i'm weird about so i have guilt not huge because I'm not doing home projects mm -hmm. like everybody else's. Girl, that's my same. All right. So that's mine. I've got that too. Yes. Like, you do? Yes. It's my, I, I was talking, I was talking to two different friends about this and I, so week one, I was all like, woohoo. Okay. This is when we thought it was just going to be two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's like, I had cleaning projects and I would do something each day. And now I'm like, there's it's this idea that I have so much time on my hands now that I cannot focus. 
to get anything done. And then when I hear of people, I was talking to a friend on my Instagram and she was feeling so terrible because, and she suffers through anxiety and she's got four kids at home and her husband's home because he's a principal. And she's like, you know, everyone's talking about, Oh, I'm getting this painting project done and this and that. She's like, I can barely get out of bed and function. She's like, Oh my God. So I, or that I even want to like, right. Exactly. but then I feel bad. Yeah. Like I feel guilty. Like, what does it say about me if I'm not taking advantage of all this free time right. and yeah. gutting my storage? Yeah. Like even, you know, our sister and I'm happy for her. She texted me, I think it was yesterday. And she's like, she and her hubby were like just nailing it and gutting their storage room. And oh God. I was like, that's awesome. Right. But then I also was like, well, shit, right. what have I done? <laughs> right. I know. I know. That's how I am. So I actually, last night, I started to like write myself a list of things that I could potentially accomplish and not put a time frame to it. But then I thought, okay, even if like one thing a day I do, and it doesn't even have to be a big thing. Like the other right. day I ended up cleaning out my kitchen, one of my kitchen cabinets that had like my pastas and barbecue sauces and spices in and it was like just accomplishing that I was like yay me like yeah and I'm like so I'm like okay I don't need to be busy all day every day you know but right but it is that yeah and I've heard that from a lot of people so I don't think by any means we are um strange to that I think there's probably half the people that are like yes let's do this and I do think too I think there might be a difference with those who are working and now forced to be home and have the time to do things versus those of us who have been say that. I was literally just going to say that because I think, I can't say that it is because I honestly think there is a part of me innately that my personality yeah. isn't like, no, I get, yeah. let's go down and gut my storage because part of me is like, no, I want to binge watch. Right, like, right, <laughs> right. But I do think maybe we take, I mean, I, I can't speak for you, yeah. but I'm like, maybe I take advantage or take advantage of all this time. Right, right. And because I'm used to having all this well, time, not, I'm like, yeah. ah, well, I can do it in October. Right. Like, exactly. Because you still have, right. Exactly. I totally. Agree. But I am with you. <laughs> like I incidentally will, something will come up and I end up like, I, I was telling the other day when hubby sliced his finger yeah, open right, and right. it turned into me like gutting the medicine cabinet and cleaning it and organizing it. And I did get a sense of like yeah. accomplishment, like, well, look at you. So I think I too was going to make a list. I was going to ask Cubby like, okay, this weekend, let's make a list of things we want to do, but maybe not like put the pressure on. If it gets done, it gets done. Great. But but it's more like if you need something to keep you busy, right? Like if you need it and want something, here's what we can do kind of a thing. Yeah, totally. Like I will say with the nice weather, like this weekend, we told the kiddos we're we're committing to like trimming all of our bushes outside and we're going to do like family outdoor tour work. Yeah. You know, I was telling you yesterday, I spent like five hours outside cleaning off my deck. Normally this is really early for me to get the deck and the she shack ready, but I was like, you know what? Yeah. I need outdoor space so I can get fresh air. And so I did it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's so funny. I really thought I was like alone and I'm so happy. Oh gosh, no, not at all. Not alone in this guilt of, or not even guilt, but just apathy and not caring about these big home projects. Nope. Not at all, girl. Not at all. Not the bombardment of the news, like, like you can't get away from COVID. It's everywhere. Social media, TV, radio, commercials, this. So it's like, 
anyone trying to just like have a moment of peace and not think about it, <laughs> you just can't not think about it. It's right. everywhere. And that's just annoying to me. <laughs> I mean, I get right. it. I understand why, like, you know, but it's that I think that makes it. Yeah, you can't hard. avoid it. Yeah. It's like we're masochists yeah. as humans, you know? Yeah. Um, I really only get it from hubby if he'll tell me or on my phone I have like CNN update that'll but I've stopped like I don't watch the news yeah I'm not going on like I'm not intentional about seeking it out right yeah same here same and here. I, I have a girlfriend who is and who um keeps let's just say she keeps me informed of all the <laughs> negative stuff right. in the world so I don't need to do that myself yeah, but exactly. Oh, one and year, yours was similar earlier, but I can't hug anyone yeah. other than my family. I miss hugging yes. when Ooh. mom and dad came over the early part of last week to bring Ruby. Mm-hmm. My Our parents got a new puppy and um, it was on their way home. And we just so everyone doesn't freak out, we kept our social distancing, but I like instinctively wanted to go hug him and it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, you know, and just hugging friends. Like I miss hugging yes. like the people I love and friends and, you know, six feet social distancing yeah. sucks yeah. when you're like, uh, when I you're, mean, we yeah. come from huggy families. Yeah. We hug We're everybody. We're feely family. So yeah, it's really hard. I, I miss it. I miss that the friend, you know, hugging. I miss yeah. hugging. I am. I totally miss hugging. Bring back the hug. Bring it back. <laughs> too funny. Too funny. Um, I have just two more. I have just one more. So go ahead and do another one. Okay. It seems trivial, but I miss baseball. So. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing my hubby and I were like, yeah, doesn't phase us because we're not baseball people. Yeah. But I guess well, that because we miss. Not only watching it, well, yeah, we're we're playing. Cup fans, boy. But- yeah. One of my Twinkies is on a travel baseball team, and it literally, by April 1st, baseball becomes our life, and we're outside, and we have a really close-knit baseball team family, and it it usually, like, the house becomes about the dirt bags. And we're just, it's just hard. I miss it. I miss watching. I miss, like watching him play and even though the the flip side which we'll get to on the positive is that we don't have this crazy schedule right because of it i still miss yeah yeah when we miss sports like march madness for us is huge like so we have no sports at all on tv and i you know i'm not a huge like nba like i don't but i'm a sports person like i'm a sports gal so like listening to the sports at night and whatever but march madness for sure especially because according to espn's numbers the badgers were going to go all the way i don't know if anyone saw that but the i think it was espn right i think they did like some you know when they do the rankings and they figure out yeah. all these numbers and they had the Badgers winning, which I really don't think would happen, but I'm going to pretend it was. So I'm going to say that our Badgers are the NCAA champions this year, <laughs> but I really would have loved to watch that. With that. I like the way it sounds. It has a nice ring to it. And um, we're just going to call it. I they won. I mean, they won. I mean, it's, they won. that's how it is. So <laughs> they won. Absolutely. 10. And then, so my last one is just the overall uncertainty of all of this. Like, 
When is this going to end? What's it going to be like when it does? Are we going to get it? Are we not going to get it? Are they going back to school? Are they not going back to school? Like, there's just so much uncertainty of what the next several months going into summer is even going to be like that it's like, crap, this sucks. Yeah. You know, like, what's yeah. going on type of thing. Yeah, totally agree. Um, for my last one revolves around work. So, I feel terrible because my daughter um, had just gotten a job um, that she like obsessively loved and it became like a very safe place for her, both like emotionally and mentally. And, you know, it had so much meaning beyond just right. a paycheck. However, the paycheck part was huge for her too. Hmm. And she just got notification yesterday from the company, not her manager, but mm-hmm. from the company that she's furloughed until May 21st. Oh yeah. I'm not surprised. And she was dev- devastated. Oh. So she was in, she was a hostess in the restaurant. Um, that I don't know if I can say I'm not going yeah, to probably this. not. Well, plus just for her right, privacy, right. but um, she was a hostess in the restaurant industry and um, obviously was not working for quite some time, but she's just, devastated so and then the other piece of that is is hubby because the poor guy he's in a administrative managerial position and he's had to very sadly and unfortunately lay off but also furlough and that's always very um it's a very emotional time for him he has to do that because he obviously doesn't like to change people's lives that way um we got a pay cut because of it so there's that uncertainty of and I know we're not the only I mean and we're and I don't by any means want to you know minimize like single parents who can't work or you know our own family members we have family whose spouses lost jobs and so it's it's the crises for others also the the financial crisis that it poses for our immediate family but also I'm so aware of that crisis for everybody that's going through it so that makes me very yeah totally agree with that for sure for sure all right let's take a break And um, we will go and pick up, the, pick up the mood and talk about positives. Sounds like a plan. So that wraps it up. That concludes our top 10 negative Nancy feelings about quarantine and COVID-19. But fear not, we will come back in our next series in just a couple of days and share with you the positives the lovely takeaways from being in quarantine because believe it or not there are some so you guys hang in there stay healthy stay strong stay home and we'll talk to you soon bye yeah we had some fun and now we're done goodbye goodbye we had some fun and now we're done Everyone, bye everyone. Bye, bye, bye. See you. Bye. Goodbye.